Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. This week, we're going to wrap up our series on putting God first and putting him first in our life. And we've talked about how when we do this, we can find this incredible sense of strength and hope and peace in our life. And it just seems like it makes sense. But there are still days where we struggle with this. And so today, I want to ask you some questions. I want to pose some questions to you to hopefully help you think through it. And maybe this will be the thing that just helps you click and take that next step in your journey. And so we're going to talk today about healing. And this question actually came at our church service this week, and I thought it fit so perfectly. So I'm going to give you a list of these at the end for you to kind of think and reflect on. And so as we're talking about healing, I was actually thinking back to when I was in high school and I had an injury. I was a sophomore in high school and I played all kinds of sports, volleyball, basketball, softball. And I was warming up for a volleyball game and I went to dive for a ball and I just felt this weird sensation in my shoulder. I'm like, that's odd. So I went and I grabbed a ball and I went over to the wall and was trying to hit the ball against it. And my shoulder just kept this weird like clunking and clicking, but I just tried to brush it off. I'm like, there's nothing wrong. It's all in your head. Just keep going. And well, I couldn't. And so I had to eventually just go to physical therapy, thought we'd just stretch it out. Surely there was nothing wrong, but things just kept getting worse. And so ultimately I had to have an MRI, which showed I had a torn ligament in my shoulder. And while it was very small, a very small area of brokenness in my body, it was impacting everything that was important to me in that season of life, which was my sports. And so I had to come to this decision. I had to decide, do you want to fix this now? Do you want to heal this now? So you can just keep trying to fight through it and see how things go, or you can start the healing process. And this decision was hard for me because this was leading right into basketball and basketball was my sport that I just loved more than anything and really was excelling at. And so I had to decide what I wanted to do. And so I'm stubborn. And I I attempted to do the whole route of just taking control myself and just fighting through it. And it didn't work. So I ultimately had to have the surgery. And as starting that healing process, I had to be broke down more. My shoulder dislocated in surgery. They had to fix the tear when I came out. I I could barely move my arm, or at least before I could move it. It was very painful. And then just the mental weight of it all, where I had to miss that basketball season and watch my friends play. I had to get up early and go to therapy before school. And it was just a lot in that season of life. But I kind of fought through it, got to this place where I felt pretty good. And we were going into summer and we had our summer league for basketball. And I went and I remember that first time out there, I was just still really guarded. I just didn't really feel sure of using that shoulder. I felt really weak. I remember girls just like stealing the ball from me and just felt so off. And the coach kind of pulled me aside and said, listen, you know, you're a junior going into your junior year. We're just probably going to have to put you on the JV team this year. And that was a blow to me because I had thought for sure I was going to be playing varsity. And I, I just remember thinking, gosh, I already missed this whole season to try and make myself better so I could come back. I've done all the things I've worked through and here I am and I'm still not where I need to be. Why did I even do this all? And this could have been the defining moment. This could have been the moment where I was just like, forget it. I don't even know why I'm trying. And just kind of threw in the towel on that. But then I remember thinking, you know what? Watch me. Watch me take this thing that's meant to break me and watch me fight back. And something just changed that day. I just saw it in a new light. And I started, I went to the gym every day. My dad went with me and rebounded for me so I could shoot. I went into the weight room so I could build up my strength. And when it came time for our season opener in the late fall, early winter, into that season, I started varsity that night. And I don't, I don't share this to brag by any means, but I felt like this sense of healing physically 
can so relate to what we are trying to go through spiritually. The first thing that we have to realize, and we've already talked about this a lot, but just admitting that we are broken. And I want to keep talking about it because this is not something that we normalize. What's normal right now is just pretending like you have it all together. Social media makes it so easy. And we all think that we're the only one who's broken. Or maybe you're sitting here thinking, I'm not broken. That in its in and of itself just shows that you do have an area that's broken. And it might be small. That area that was broken in my shoulder was sure pretty small, but it was impacting every other area of my life. And so the first step is simply identifying it. John 8, 32, the truth shall set you free. And then once we identify it, The next question is, do you want to be healed? Again, a question that you think, well, yeah, of course I want to be healed. But then when you sit back and look at it, it's probably going to end up going through a phase where you've got to be broken down more. Maybe you've got to lose more. Maybe you've got to struggle more to start getting yourself to this place where you can be put back together in the way that God wanted you to. And it might hurt. And it might be hard. And I've seen this all the time in my medical career. I have people who maybe have a disease that could be reversed with simple things like diet and exercise, but that takes a lot of work. Or just the same in my fitness business. People come to me and want to lose weight. And at first it's like, yeah, of course I want to lose weight. But then you see what it really takes. And it's a lot of hard work. And we get so comfortable in our discomfort that a lot of times we don't want to break those habits. And that's me. I'm I'm a very stubborn person still. Just like I didn't want to admit that I had this injury back in high school when I was in to the season where I was starting to become a mom, I had always had this dream of wanting to be at home with my kids. And I was working full-time in the ER as a nurse practitioner. And while I had that thought, I just kind of pushed it away. I'm like, no, you can't afford it financially. You've already spent all this time in schooling. How could you want to leave it? You still have student loan debt. It's not reasonable to try and even think you could get out of it. And God presented this opportunity to me where I could use my love for fitness and help people at home. And again, I just kind of pushed it away. I didn't want to make the change. I thought it's too good to be true. I shouldn't be adding this to my plate right now. Why would I do it? And I pushed him away and I pushed him away. And for some of us, we do that. It's right in front of us. We have the thing that will heal us, but we push it away. And what happened to me was I pushed it away so long. I'm sure God was probably just sitting up there thinking, man, she could have made this so much easier on herself. But she just pushed all these signs away. And I ended up having a rare scare with breast cancer right after I had my little guy. And it was the thing that just, it rocked me to my core. But it was also the thing that opened my eyes the most. It opened my eyes the most to what was important and that I wanted to take this journey to at least if I could get home an extra day a week with him. I wanted to do it because I saw how short life was. And so maybe that's you. Maybe you're in the beginning phases of being stubborn and you know what you need to do, but you're pushing it away. Just take it from me. Like God will go to some lengths to get your attention. And so if you can make that choice early on, you go for it. But maybe you're like me and you've got to this place where you've been pushing it away And now you're just completely in this place where you've got to make a change. Maybe it's finances. Maybe you've just known that you need to do something a little bit different. And now you just opened up that bank account alert and you're like, oh my goodness, I've got to do something different. And so then you start the pain of healing out of the pain of something really hard. Maybe that's your faith journey too. Maybe you're just at this place where you've been turning away from God for so long. But now it's just like, I've just hit my rock bottom. I can't do this on my own. And so I want to come back to you.
And I'll be completely honest, when I first started reconnecting back to my faith, this answer of healing wasn't easy for me. And maybe you're here sitting thinking that too, right? Because when you start start looking at the Bible, there's a whole bunch of give up everything you have and follow me. Don't live for earthly desires. Put God in front of your kids. And I truthfully wasn't sure I wanted to do all that. I like material things. I like my house. It's nice to have money in the bank account, like to have a reliable vehicle. But when I was putting all these things first, above all that, there was so much brokenness in my life and so much brokenness that it drove me back to him. And so once you make this decision that you want to be healed, or at least that healing is an option for you, the next place we're going to go is to the story of the blind Bartimaeus. And this is in Mark chapter 10. It starts at verse 46. And what's happening here is Jesus and his disciples are traveling and they've got a pretty good crowd with them. And Bartimaeus is a blind man. He's poor. He's on the side of the road begging and he knows that Jesus is coming. And all of a sudden he just cries out, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And all the people around him are telling him, be quiet. You don't need to be talking, right? Like Jesus has got way more important things to do than worry about this blind guy over here that's begging. But he don't listen. He keeps calling out, son of David, have pity on me. And Jesus stopped and he says, call him. And so the same people who told him to be quiet now had to go get him and bring him up to Jesus. And he comes up to Jesus and Jesus says to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man just replied, master, I want to see. So Jesus tells him, go your way. Your faith has saved you. And immediately Bartimaeus gets up and he follows Jesus on his way. And there is so much for us to unpack here. First, Bartimaeus wasn't afraid to cry out to Jesus to help him with his healing. And so maybe you just need to cry out, God, I need you to want me to help to be healed. Or God, I need you to help me with this. And then maybe you get these voices. Maybe it's someone else or maybe it's your own voice that's telling you, do not cry out. You are not worthy of it. And here he is showing us that Jesus doesn't care how big, how small, how rich, how poor you are. He wants you to reach out to him. So reach out to him. And maybe it's calling out to him over and over and over. And then when Jesus comes, Jesus could have just came and said, I know this guy is blind and wants to see. I'll just heal him. But no, Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? How many times do we ask this question and we're just like, oh no, I'm good, (laughs) right? Bartimaeus could have just said, you know what? I just enjoy watching you pass by Jesus. I don't want to bother you. And so many times we don't, we don't want to bother someone else for help, let alone think the bother, the creator of the universe for what we need. But that's not what Jesus wants for us. He wants us to tell him what we need because when we're putting him first and we're seeking him above all else, he wants to hear those desires on your heart. And so Bartimaeus just says, master, I want to see And Jesus, his response, Jesus is good. Jesus is good. He doesn't say, my strength saved you. He said, go your way. Your faith has saved you. If you go to Hebrews 11, faith is the confidence in what we hoped for and the assurance of what we do not see. How fitting is this? Bartimaeus didn't see physically, but clearly he had some pretty good spiritual sight. I bet you before Bartimaeus was healed, he saw way more than a lot of those people in the crowd. And yeah, Jesus did heal him physically, but but this is way more than that. This is about when we realize we're broken, when we call out to Jesus, when we tell him what we need, Jesus will change our sight. He will let us see things in a whole new way. And then what happened to Bartimaeus? He got up and he was free to go. And what did he do? 
he followed Jesus. And where was Jesus going? Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem to take all the weights that we hold to the cross and do the greatest act of sacrifice that was ever performed in history. Because Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus, he had new vision. And there are a lot of us, myself included, who probably walk around with perfect 2020 sight. It's getting a little bit worse as I age, but we walk around with pretty darn good sight, but there are things we don't see. And I can tell you that as I've started to reach out to Jesus and ask him to open my eyes, I see a whole different road, a whole different path that is taking me back to Jesus, to all the healing I could ever need. And here it is. Jesus is our healing. He is our sight when we cannot see. We just have to realize that one, we're broken, that we need him, admit that we want to be healed and ask him for what's in our heart. And like we talked about in the last couple of weeks, maybe that road isn't straight and perfect. Maybe that road is filled with twists and turns. Maybe that road gets to another place where you feel like you have just hit rock bottom and you've been following Jesus and you get to this moment where you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I've been following you, Jesus. I've been seeking after you. And I just got hit with this huge roadblock. Just like that day when I was on the basketball court and didn't feel like I was enough. I could have thrown in the towel. Maybe you're wanting to throw in the towel on all this Jesus stuff. Maybe you're like, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe that thing in front of you is the exact thing that he is going to use to get you to that destination where you wanted to go. And maybe it looks different than you imagine. But we can trust that when we're on the road with Jesus, that we are going in the direction we need to be and we are being guided by the ultimate captain. So here are four questions for you today. And I'll put these in the show notes for you to just sit and reflect on them, journal on them, pray about them. Question number one, where in your life are you broken? Question number two, do you want to be healed? Question number three, will you reach out and ask Jesus to help you be healed? And finally, question number four, when you get to that rock bottom place, we don't know if you should even take another step. Will you throw in the towel or will you use that day to be your line in the sand, to be the moment where you reach out to Jesus in all your weakness and let him pick up your pieces and put you back together and get all of the glory. Let's end in prayer. Jesus, I, I want to see like you see. Help me to see the brokenness in my life. Help me to see the areas that I'm falling short and help me to have this desire to want to be healed. I'm, I'm unsure because I know it's going to take more brokenness And it's probably going to hurt. But Jesus, I am willing to be broken down so that I can be put back together the way that you want me in your image. And so I can see the path that leads me back to you. Thank you so much for being here. We love sharing this content with you. And we are so appreciating your ratings, your reviews, your shares on social media, and just those private messages reaching out and connecting with us on these topics. So If you would like to move your body, whether that be walking, running on a stationary bike, spin bike, elliptical, whatever it may be, and dive more into these topics, join us for a prayer and workout Saturdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. And you can also find them with the link 